You know you want to tell stories as part of your work in some capacity, but how do you know which stories you should be telling? How do you find stories to tell? I'm Marsha from yesyesmarsha.com and I'm going to tell you this is the introduction, the very first Baby Walk Stories Sessions episode. Um, it is called that because... I'm walking around with a baby on my back teaching you about storytelling. So I'm in the park. You're going to hear some like parkish noises. Um, some of these are recorded in the middle of the country. Uh, there are a lot of small children walking crocodile style. It's very cute. And also, if I seem slightly out of breath, it's because I'm carrying a 17-pound baby on my back. She may join in. Um, so in episode one proper, which is the next one, I talk about like, I, I give you a question that you should ask if you want to tell your story. If people are like, oh, you should share your story. Honestly, I think that you should answer, you should listen to this because you need to answer that question when you're telling any story. You need to answer that question when you're basically doing anything to do with your business or project or whatever it is that you're building. Um, but what I didn't address there is what I'm addressing today. How do you find stories to tell? If you don't want to tell like your life story, how do you figure out which stories to tell? And what if you think you don't have any stories? Um, you do? I'm going to tell you how. Before I get to that, I also promised you that I would dispel the biggest myth about storytelling, which is this. The biggest myth about storytelling is you're either a natural storyteller or you're not. You either have it or you don't. This is totally not true. It is a learned skill that anyone can do. And we know this, right? We all have that one person in our life who they could tell any story and it's fascinating. And equally, we've all been stuck next to that one person who we know did something interesting, but dear God, when will it end? What's happening there is that the first person is using that learned set of rules and practicing, and the second person isn't. So even if you've never thought of yourself as a good storyteller, I promise you, you can be. At my live show, True Stories Toronto, truestoriestoronto.com, uh, I've been running it for five years. We have a two-year waiting list. I have never turned anyone away. And I promise you that you're the same. And if right now your little monster is whispering in your ear, you're the one exception to Marsha's rule. She thinks it's learned skill for anyone, but she hasn't met you yet. Then I would just say to your monster, thank you. I know you're trying to help my friend out, but my friend is doing just fine. So we don't need you. That's not true. Okay. So how do you find stories? Before we even get to any of those rules, which stories should you apply them to? There are a few different things that you can think about here. One of them is um, thinking about a relationship. Generally a good story, a relationship is central to any good story. And when I say a relationship, I don't necessarily mean between two people. This could be like your relationship with a pair of shoes you really love. This could be your relationship with the concept of turning up on time to things. Um, but a relationship is one. Second thing that generally makes a good story is a transition. I was this, then this happened, now I'm that. Um, this, or this was this, then I did this, now, then I did that. One thing I would say is you can tell stories about anything. Generally, we're more drawn to stories about you rather than you telling stories about other people. Um, so just bear that in mind. Okay, so we have a relationship, we have a transition. The next thing I want you to think about is action scenes. So I'm going to talk about this in depth in episodes two and three. But an action scene just kind of means a moment in your life. And where you'll use action scenes as stories is when... Hang on, the baby has her hand stuck in the girl. Baby, can you... Are you okay? 
Oh no, she's fine. Okay, she's fine. Um, <laughs> sorry. Where where you can use action scenes is when you're teaching in any way. So this could be in a blog or in a newsletter or when you're running a course, something like that. If you want to use story to illustrate a point, which is a magical thing to do because it makes all sorts of wonderful things fly around people's brains. Dopamine, which is helps with information processing and is a memory aid. Um, anyway, then you can just like pick a moment and one of the ways that you know whether or not it's a good moment to pick is if you had a strong emotional response and like your strong emotional response could be huh well you don't say like that could be your strong emotional response that's enough um again i'm gonna go into much more detail on what i mean by an action scene and how you write an action scene but the great news about this is you have material for action scenes like people often say to me oh I don't don't have any stories to tell and I'm like have you been alive and conscious because if you have then you have action scenes which means that you have stories again if you're freaked out and you're like I don't really get what you mean I'm gonna go through this in super handholdy detail so a relationship transition action scenes and then the final thing is when I meet with storytellers for my show and we don't have a theme and I always say to them like when you're trying to think about which story to tell think about those three things that I just said to you but I say but let's start with the one that's bursting out of you and by that I mean is there a story that you're like I just feel like I need to tell this and I don't really know why and I don't know how I could make it into a story but I just feel it very strongly usually I find those are the best stories to tell so what I would like you to do now is just think about, the baby feels very vocally about stories bursting out of you. Um, what I would like you to do now is think about which story you might like to work on. And then as I go through this audio series and I tell you the different rules of storytelling, you can start to apply it to that story. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any thoughts about this, uh, I would totally love to hear them in the comments. Um, and if you can't think of a story like it, then keep listening because I bet as I tell you some of the rules, you're going to be like, ooh, I could use this one. Um, anyway, if you have any comments uh, or if you want to share this, then I, that would be awesome. Both of those things would be great. Just go to yesyesmarsha.com forward slash story intro. And if you would like to come and join the Yes Yes family, which is where you can find even more advice and tips and stories and secrets that I don't actually want to put on the internet, like I'm putting these on the internet, then you can come and join the Yes Yes family for free. I'll throw in my like magic bullet for storytelling, um, which I'm going to talk about in later podcasts, why it's so important. Um, but you get to see that. It's like a video and a PDF. It's I think very funny if you have an idiotic sense of humor like I do. There's a lot of wigs. I'm dressed up in a lot of different costumes. Um, anyway, all of that you can find over at the blog, yesyesmarsha.com forward slash story intro. Thank you for listening. Okay, for those of you who are members of the Yes Yes family, you'll know that I always have the end credits, which is, if you read right down to the bottom, there's a little bit extra. And uh, I, full disclosure, forgot to do this on the first five episodes I recorded. Um, but I've gone back and recorded this one to precede them, so I'm going to do it here. And then from number six onwards, you'll get an end credits. Um, and so what I'm going to tell you that I'm not telling anywhere else is that I skinned my knees today. I came off my bike. So I bike everywhere in Toronto and literally about four days ago I was like you know what it's been a year and a half since I fell off my bike and that was in the snow I think I've just got much better at riding my bike and then today I took a, a, a sharp turn 
Um, I was totally by myself, there was no cars, and I basically just came off my bike and scraped up my knee and my foot and my hand and my elbow, and it made me feel about five years old. And I got in and my sweetheart wasn't home, and so I rang her and was like, I did have my bike. Um, anyway, I'm fine. I just feel like an idiot and now have a bunch of giant band-aids on my leg. All right, thanks for listening. If you leave a comment, put a little Y in brackets so that you can let me know that you're an end credits listener. Um, and if you want even more of this kind of stuff, come and join the Yes Yes family because there's secret messages and everything. All right, thanks so much for listening. YesYesMarsha.com forward slash story intro. See you there.